Hey, are you or someone you care about considering, dealing with, or being through a divorce or separation? Well, you're in the right place. You don't have to do this alone. There are people who care and want to help. Hi, I'm Dina Court, an author, blogger, publisher, and empowerment coach. Thanks for joining me on the Divorce Magazine Canada podcast. You are going to hear from our team of experts and professionals how to navigate this difficult transition in your life easier, more efficiently, and with better outcomes. Did you know we host online divorce resource groups that are free to attend and everyone is welcome? Check out the links in our show notes and be sure and join us. We love bringing experts to you. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, divorcemagazinecanada.com and stay tuned at the end for the legal language. Ready? Here we go. On the show today is a lady who has some unique co-workers who assist her with teaching people powerful life skills. I'm thrilled to introduce you to Sherry Lang of Parallel Effects Equine to learn more about how her and her horses help empower you. I'm so excited to bring Sherry Lang to you today and share what she does with horses and how that can help you. Now, you might have heard of horse therapy type of work before, but Sherry's going to clarify more about what she does specifically with horses. Welcome, Sherry, to the Divorce Magazine podcast. I am just I'm so excited because I recently heard of you and we met over Zoom and you have an event coming up too that I am involved in that I'm hoping will really get some excitement created around. So um, please tell us all about yourself. Well, what's to tell? I grew up on a farm and I've always had horses around me and I grew up riding. and once I got married and I married a farmer and a rancher and we literally use horses for everything. We're Yellowstone, but without the drama, I promise. <laughs> There's no train stations on our ranch. Good. Um, <laughs> but basically, you know, I grew up with horses and I, I always had a love for them, but um, I never really understood them until I got older and what they could do for people. And so I actually have certifications and modalities in equine body work as well. And as I started working with their bodies and even communicating with them in that way, in a therapy kind of way for them and their bodies and their aches and pains, I started to realize there was a real connection between people. People would just come into the barn as whether it was owners or even bystanders. And they'd come in as I was working on these horses and they'd be like, oh, it's just so peaceful in here. And I just love the smell of them. And, and they'd just be petting them and they would say, oh, I feel so much better. And I was like, but you didn't do anything. Um, you know, they just stood and watched me work on them and the horse was relaxing and they were relaxing. And so all of a sudden I started to think, this is really interesting. Why is this happening? You know, why is this consistent? And um, so then I had seen the certification for what I do, which is equine assisted learning. And I bef- actually had seen that certification before I had done my body work courses, but I wasn't in a position to make that happen. And my kids were all young and, and we were running here and there, but I came full circle to it. And after 
all the work I'd done with the horses on their bodies and took the certification, realized it is full, literally full circle, what they can do for us as people. And basically equine assisted learning is where the horse becomes your teacher. And that is kind of a strange concept, <laughs> I suppose, to some people, but we do not ride the horses. Uh, we allow them to speak as horses do, and that is with their body language and their communication skills. And that's kind of the gist of it. And that's kind of how I came to this place. That is fascinating. I can attest to what you're talking about, um, having grown up around horses myself. And, and I do miss that contact. I don't get that as much as I did when I was younger. And it has a, a, a very strong effect. And I know myself, I've even had times where I've had horses come up and just put their forehead against mine and, you know, just dip their head down or put their head over my shoulder. And the emotion that came up right away, just that I feel embraced. It was very interesting. Now, I just, I want to <laughs> clarify for anybody listening initially that Sherry and her family do ride their horses. But as part of this, part of this therapy that she offers and that she's involved in, there's no experience necessary, right? You you don't have to have right. ridden, even if you are afraid of horses or haven't been around them or think they're just massive, massive dogs. I, <laughs> I can't, like, I love dogs, but that's just too much. Uh, <laughs> tell us more about that for anyone who feels intimidated. Yeah, anyone who feels intimidated, we teach you everything you need to know right off the start. Now, what I love about people that have never had horse experience before, that intimidation factor, there's one thing about being out of our comfort zone. The only way we grow, stretch, and learn is to be out of our comfort zone. It makes us pay attention, gives our, our senses a little more hyperactivity, um, and we try and do the very best we can because we're not super comfortable. And we try and do, I guess, think a little differently because of that as well. So I encourage anybody who's not super horse person-y, I don't know how to say that, but I had one lady that came to one of my workshops and she was coerced by her friends to come. And she was in her uh, late fifties at the time. And she is not an animal person at all. So she's like, I don't know. Like, I am not a lovey-dovey person with animals. I don't like dogs and cats. That's not my thing. I'm like, well, horses don't want to be lovey-dovey with you. And I can explain more about that and we'll get to that. But I said, just come, just come. Well, she is now my biggest fan. <laughs> but understanding that the horse is there to be an antenna and a teacher not to be intimidating and they do not judge you and they do not give you more than you can handle if that makes any sense and we'll get to that too and why that happens and why that works so the question comes up about why horses and not other animals absolutely so don't get me wrong i love dogs and cats they're amazing <laughs> And they do amazing things for us as people. We all know that. And we've heard amazing stories about both critters that are fantastic. The difference between dogs and cats and horses is dogs and cats are predators. Plain and simple, they are feel safe all the time because they're on the top of the food chain. 
So even though they're companion animals and all those things, and they do have therapeutic effects on us, they can't work in these programs. So what a horse does, for example, is that they are, because they are prey animals, they are given amazing set of senses, amazing set of survival instincts that none of us have as predators in the same way. They're constantly scanning their environment. They are constantly looking out for danger because they don't want to be eaten. I get it. That's not a cool place to be. But what they can teach us is that it comes from a place of balance. And that is what is unique about them. So any other prey animal, for example, I challenge you to go up and pet a deer or a moose. It might not go so well. So why can we pet a horse? Well, because they have been given the ability to discern. No other prey animal has. So they can determine whether something is safe for them or not. So they can determine if you're safe for them or not. Are you in a place of anger? Are you in a place of anxiousness? Are you in a place of quiet, calm? They know. Do you know a horse can hear your heartbeat from four feet away? Wow, they can hear sounds up to a kilometer and a half away. So that's just their hearing. That's not their sight. That's not their intuition. Now you have to remember, horses are herd animals, so they depend on each other for survival. They work as a unit to do that. They have to constantly be able to also scan each other. So what's really cool about that is if they're all grazing, if you have a herd grazing on grass, they will sync their heartbeats. Because can you imagine 30 or 40 heartbeats all going all crazy? Well, how, you know, when you have that sensitive of hearing and you can hear that heartbeat, they bring it down, they sync them, then they can hear what's going on around them. And they're in a point of calm and a point of balance. The other part is that they don't expend excess energy. In that space, they need that excess energy for their fight or flight response. They can teach us about that. And what's interesting, how many of us live in the net, like live in the now? Usually we're living in the past, we're living in the future and our to-do list and we're running through our day and we expend all the energy to come home and be completely exhausted. And horses don't do that. That's something they can teach us too. And they've got amazing ability an insight into us because they can tell when we are authentic. So for example, if you are anxious and you walk into say a job interview where you are like nervous and you're not sure what to expect, but you paint on the smile, right? We paint on the smile on the face and we're good. If you walk into a horse or walk into a horse, <laughs> walk in to be with a horse, and you're anxious and you paste on the smile, they know you're anxious because they respond to what's in here because that's how they communicate with each other. They communicate with their intuition, their gut, their body language. They don't talk, they don't put on masks. That's how they live every single day. And they will communicate with us what's working and what's not. That is fascinating. I've, <laughs> I've, I've never heard of that before. That is really interesting. I find that soothing and it's almost, it's like they've evolved to be this way, obviously, but also it's, um, it's got like a deep spiritual component. It feels like, like they become a, a unit together 
Absolutely. So when there's a startle, then every everyone is is uh, on alert and and reacts to that as well. Absolutely. And there's there's four key sort of leadership abilities that they have that are necessary in their herd, right? Because they're trying to survive. And the one thing that they do is they determine their priorities. What needs attention right now? What, you know, scanning the environment and noticing themselves, like what it, what actually needs our attention? Um, and from that, they derive a direction. So what is the next logical course of action and how do we course correct if that's not working? That third was what I mentioned before, the energy, the balance of energy to keep themselves calm, to keep, they, they live in balance. They do not like to be out of balance. And you know what, what's really cool is they don't like you to be out of balance either. And they try and help us very, very hard, very aggressively, not in an aggressive physical kind of way, but they aggressively want us to be in balance and they really try and help us get there. Um, they also, they live in congruence and harmony. And that is a place of also energy and balance, right? And they can teach us how to navigate our personalities, how to navigate with communication skills to be able to live in that harmon harmonious place. So yeah. Well, and when we are when we're out of out of sync and we're anxious or whatever the experience we're having is unsettling to them, it's interesting that then they invite us to their calm. And I've seen it, I've seen it go the other way. And I, the, the, you know, the horses that you have in your program are, they've, they own it. They are settled into that. They invite you into it. I've also, I mean, I grew up breaking horses and, and they're sensitive to, and I remember being taught how important it was to feel that confidence yourself. And that communicates that will help calm your horse. So it works, it can work both ways. Uh, and I've seen that happen, but they're so intuitive and empathic and, and you really do notice it. So people might be going, well, wait a minute, I've had this experience that isn't, <laughs> yeah. isn't matching what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and so that's what I'm speaking to now too, is like, I don't want people calling bullshit on it and just going, oh, you know what? No. <laughs> like, excuse me, no. I've had like some crazy ass horses, but yes. it, it is true that, that it works. It can work both ways. And what you have is an, an incredible group of therapists that you work with on four <laughs> yeah. legs. Yeah, for sure. And what's interesting though, is after you have an experience with like one of our programs, you start to understand why those experiences with those horses happened negatively. Mm -hmm. So, you know, somebody will say, oh, my cousin took me on a ride and they threw me on this horse and it ran away or it bucked yeah. me off or, okay, well, I want you to think about meeting someone for the first time and you go up to them and you give them a big hug. What do you think your response is going to be? Like, go away person. Like, who are you? Like, ah, right. My bubble, my boundary. Horses are the same way. Now we're talking about horses that they only allow within four feet of them in their own herd, their very best mates. So that's a couple, three horses that are allowed within four feet of them. Everybody else is kept at a 15 foot distance and that is their bubble. And if you watch a herd of horses, when they don't want somebody to come into that bubble, they make it very clear <laughs> yeah. that they are not supposed to be there. 
And so we, as people push their boundaries as much as they push ours. So, you know, it'd be interesting to go back to a lot of those experiences. Now, don't get me wrong. I think there's still a select few horses that are very protective of themselves for whatever reason, no different than people. Something has happened to them where we are now in self-preservation mode. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can be trauma-based for horses just as much as it can be for people. So, you know, when you take all those things into consideration, um, all of a sudden it has a little bit of a different perspective of why those horses are acting out when they are so sensitive and they have that flight or flight response and we push that button, they don't feel safe. There's a reason they're running away. There's a reason they're bucking. There's a reason they're, they're doing that because they don't feel safe in that moment and they want to get away from it as quickly as they can. I'm happy you brought that up. Now you call them teachers, not therapists. Mm-hmm. Tell us how this is different than therapy. So therapy, we go back into usually with counseling or psychiatrists, psychologists, and we go backwards into the past and we work on those traumas and those kinds of things. Okay. So we're looking backwards and trying to figure out what's brought you to this moment. Now in equine assisted learning, we don't do that. We meet you at the point you are at right now. So maybe you've done work on that. Maybe you haven't, but you're looking to move in a new direction. That doesn't matter to us. And it doesn't matter to the horse because what you bring to us right at that moment is what we work with to move you forward in a new direction that you want to go in. Pretty simple. Um, And how we do that is our programs are actually, we're not fluffing it. We've got scientific research behind them all. They're all objectively driven programs. Those programs are guaranteed a result by three universities in Canada. They were studied for five years, University of Saskatoon, University of Regina and University of Calgary. Each program is guaranteed a result for the participant in some way, shape or form. So we're not just fluffing it here either. And we are literally moving you in a new direction of self-awareness to get you to where you wanna go. Wow. What you just said in those few sentences brought it all home. And anyone who is uh, feeling a little skeptic about this, you really answered that question. I feel like any doubts about the effectiveness of it, the the reality of it really was answered there. Who is this for? Who do you feel that this is best suited for? Well, this is really for anyone and you can go anywhere with it. And we have many facilitators, I believe in our, just our EAL network alone around 400 of them all over the world right now. Um, It's a global certification, which is kind of neat. But literally there are people that work with children, people work with, um, you know, trauma-based groups. For example, I work with women's groups, um, I'm looking to possibly get into some first responder work with PTSD. Um, It's for people who just want to learn more about themselves and move themselves to a different place. You can do personal development. We do team building and corporate team building, which is such a fun thing to put a horse in the middle of people who work together every day. Wow, 
brings some amazing things. You can't hide from them. So if you're a boss and you want to be a boss and you, you are a boss and you have your employee on the other side and you are not communicating with that employee as a team, their horse will tell you. Your horse will make it very, very clear that you are not communicating and working together. Um, they are amazing for team building in corporate. They're just like these little antennas that make the sort of those hidden dynamics of the office known. But what's a beautiful thing is if you're in a team building session, it's another person talking to you. It's another person. It feels like judgment, right? Like, oh, you're like too pushy or you're too bossy or the other person, you don't speak enough. You don't give your ideas. So it feels judgy. When a horse does it, you're like, huh, nope. I guess I have to listen to that because this isn't working. We're not getting to our objective here. And there's no judgment. They don't care if you're short or tall or fat or thin, or they don't care about any of that. They care what you're putting out there right now. Are you communicating together? Are you working as a team? If you're not, I can guarantee you, you're not going to get to your objective. Well, that's pretty hard to argue with a horse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they're a little intimidating too. Sherry, do you have any examples that you could share with us of some of the things that you've witnessed in your, in your sessions? with Yeah. Learning? So, um, I was just trying to think of some different ones because they, there are so many and the horses always just sort of blow me away when I work with them. I think, you know, oh, I've seen it all. I'm never, you know, I'm not going to see anything else or I've, yeah, or this isn't going to happen. And yet here we are. Right. So I had, um, I've had a neat couple different things. And one woman, for example, she came to one of my women's workshops and she was, um, she was really frustrated with where she was at in her life. And she just was just really wanting to be able to move forward from a place. She had just had a broken relationship and, um, she just felt really stuck, really stuck. So we're working through these obstacles and she picks my teacher, Jimmy, my horse teacher, Jimmy, he's a bay, and Jimmy requires a lot of strong leadership. And this horse, when she would ask it to go forward, he would go backwards <laughs> and he would go backwards to the point where at every station, I have a large, um, uh, what do you call it? Traffic cone that holds my station card up so that you know what you're supposed to do at each obstacle. And this horse would back up into that traffic cone and literally stand, like put his two little back feet on this traffic cone. And he'd be like, I'm not moving. And so she kind of was like, I don't understand why he's not moving. And I said, well, you know, we were talking a little bit about moving forward and her frustration. And is there something, you know, maybe you need to leave behind. And, And that's privileged information. She's not telling me what those things are. I'm just putting the question out there. Is there something that you feel is stopping you? He always wants to go backwards. Um, and so we kind of work through some things and, and off we go to the next obstacle and lo and behold, he'd ask her, you know, she'd ask him to do something and he'd back into that flipping traffic cone. This happened three different obstacles. He was being very, very, very clear with her that she was still looking backwards. She was still looking backwards instead of forwards. She was still pros. And finally, she just said, you know, I just have so much hurt because the relationship, she never got resolved in that relationship, basically got ghosted and thought everything was going really well, got ghosted. 
And so she was stuck in that place in the past because there was no resolve. And he just kept saying, hey, you want to move forward? You gotta let that go. Gotta let it go. And as soon as she acknowledged that, there was no more. He didn't do it again. He didn't do it again because he, she had acknowledged herself what was happening. And that was what was holding her. And he could sense that inside. She was still in a place of, of turmoil inside. It just, it wasn't harmonious. So he just kept saying, hey, nope, we're still in the past. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we're still in the past. And yeah, it, it blows me away. And there, there's so many examples. Um, another lady, the horse kept bumping him with her, or her with his hip. And I mean, really gently, just sort of rocking into her constantly with his hip and um you know she finally i had to ask the question you know is there something in this area um and we talk about you know relationship things to physical things whatever and she comes out and she says you know from standing on the sand all day yesterday my hips are really sore i have this chronic hip condition and and it, i'm in a lot of pain wow. and he just kind of had a big sigh and he never bumped her again yet he had bumped her all morning all afternoon and finally we come to this about 2 30 in the afternoon and it just quits because finally she acknowledges she's in pain and like you know there's there's all different things there's physical things there's emotional things they bring up and there's scientific reasons why that happens and if anybody is familiar with the heart institute and heart math um, if you're not, I encourage you to look it up and especially in regards to horses, but the horses literally take over our magnetic fields because theirs are so much larger and stronger than ours. And our magnetic fields is what holds our emotions together. So when we work with horses, they literally start to break down our emotional walls and allow us to think clearly and balanced and sort of hold us together for us while breaking them down at the same time which is pretty amazing. So I don't know too many therapists that can do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is special. Now, what type of certification do you have and what makes equine assisted learning programs very unique and successful? Yeah. So my certification is a unique one in the world. So there's different horse assisted type of certifications. Mine is with the equine connection, the Academy of um, equine assisted learning so we are actually a governed body so we have we are responsible to the eal network so that means not only do we have to renew our certification every year um, with work hours and whatnot but we're also responsible to the eal eal network for horse welfare um, as well as um, our facilities so we're held to a very very high standard and the equine or sorry equine connection certifies all over the world they have a center in australia they, in europe they have certifications in the united states so they are um, fast becoming a standard an uh, industry standard which i love and why they're so successful is because of the research um that like i said we're not fluffing it here these programs that we get are scientifically researched. They're objectively driven. They are meant to get you to success. Whatever your goals are, they are literally researched to get you there in a place of non-threatening education. 
and it's hands-on. So what I love about that even more is you don't forget. You don't forget when you have that aha moment. You don't forget because it was right there with you participating in that moment. I think it's it's beyond exciting because if people have struggled with other types of either self-help or therapies and they feel there's just they're just not quite where they want to be or they're a long ways from where they want to be but they're just not really satisfied with where things are now whether it's like you say a, a work situation a personal situation relationship and and all ages that there is this option and it is proven to make a difference and it might be you know a small step towards where you want to be or it could be massive and i think it's really fascinating to hear some of the results that you've noticed and offer the information to people that this is an option for them try it out and it's so you're located near Camrose, which is central yeah. in Alberta. So it's quite accessible to many people. And you do have a event that's coming up right away yeah. for women, uh, particularly, but this is not, uh, all of your services are not just for women. It's, it's open to anybody. Can you tell us more about that event with uh, at your parallel effects is? <laughs> yeah. So, um, on May 5th, we'll be having a women's workshop. Dina's going to be involved in it as well. It's an afternoon for women that are either considering divorce in the process of divorce, maybe you have already are divorced and struggling with what's next. Um, it's basically an, a fun, relaxed atmosphere to learn more, one, about yourself, do a little healing with the horses, but we also have very practical information with um, our friend Nikki Pike coming out and doing a financial session to if you're struggling with finances after and reeling with that she's got you know not only advice but resources to go with that and then Dina will be also speaking and she's a women's empowerment coach as you already know and um, you know a publisher of this lovely magazine that you know, also more resources. So it's going to be a really great event um, for not a lot of money. It's $135. Um, and yeah, it's just an afternoon to come out and, and sort of maybe make your next step into what's new for you after this life-changing event, because I think it's underestimated how, how much of an impact that has for women right now. It's true. And the population is looking at pretty much half the population is going through a separation or a divorce. And that's a very significant and difficult transition to go through. And for some people, it's not even their first one. It, it may be a second or a third. And they're really beating themselves up. Like, I, you know, I don't trust myself. I don't trust life, <laughs> my decisions. I can't get this right. What's going on? And they're in a really tough spot. So even if you're just slightly struggling with some of this, or you just have the questions about your finances and, and learning a bit more and, and being empowered that way to make some better decisions, 
I think it applies to so many people and I'm really excited to be involved and that this has been created specifically for women and you have other programs as well. Tell us more about what's coming. So I have two more different women's workshops. So in June, I believe it's the second and the 16th of June, uh, you can choose from one of those dates. And I have a friend coming out, we're doing, it's called fearless and flawless. And it's just a really fun afternoon where it's not heavy at all. It's uh, working with the horses. It's therapeutic. It's relaxing. It's reconnection with yourself. It's a little bit of self-care in the real way, not just a bubble bath, but actually <laughs> learning more about yourself. Um, and then also my friend, Michelle from soul to soul reflexology and energy clearing is coming out and she's doing individual reflexology sessions and energy clearing. So it's kind of a spa like atmosphere. Um, and it's just a really great afternoon. It's great for mothers and daughters. If you have, um, need a gift for that mom who has everything, bring her to one of those. Um, it can be for anyone. And it, again, it's from ages eight to whatever, whoever is capable to come out. So grandma too. Why not? (laughs) It's just a really fun, fun afternoon way to kick off summer and spend some time outside and with the horses. And then, like I say, in that spa like atmosphere. Um, Yeah, it's it's a great afternoon. The other one is I have a big women's workshop coming up in September, I believe it's the 15th and 16th. Um, Dina will also be speaking at that one. Um, But it is a two day workshop. It is full on full in depth. If you are struggling in any way shape or form and you just need to reconnect with yourself figure out who you are again wanting to move forward it's uh, an amazing amazing event so it's two full days on a friday and saturday i believe it's the 15th and 16th of september coming up and then also i book team building and corporate team building sessions too throughout the summer and through the the fall so if you have any teams that are struggling to work together or if you just want a really fun we do like a full day with leadership development workshop type style can even do a half day where it's just more of a team building event and fun but you still because of those programs are guaranteed a result in leadership and communication no matter what you choose um but it's a little more lighthearted. but if you're looking for an actual leadership team we can do a full day with communication seminars the whole bit so yeah we've got all kinds of stuff and then also the personal development um so if you have an organization i'll be working with a 12-week women's group that is uh, with domestic violence through um the late summer and fall if there's an organization i work with trauma and um those types of things. So also if there's an organization that is looking for some guidance and some help, we can do that too. So yeah, there's lots of information on my website and uh, yeah, you can follow me on social too. So we'll have some links with that, I'm sure. And yeah, we'll go from there, but yeah, there's lots coming up. So check us out. Wow. Okay, Sherry, I'm going to unpack this a little bit because (laughs) that is I'm just amazed at all that you've created and how many people this can help and impact. As you know, very close to my heart is helping to build awareness around domestic abuse. And I want to say and violence, but I really domestic abuse and violence are the same. Um, You know, a lot of times there's a misperception that 
it's only physical and there's a lot of trauma and there's a lot of abuse that isn't physical. So I like to plug that in every opportunity I have. And I am just thrilled that you offer some support to people who are dealing with healing from that type of abuse. And I applaud you for that. That's it's, it's heavy, it's heavy work. It's so needed. And uh, okay. So I, obviously I'm going to be involved in that as well. Moving along. I am super excited also to be involved in the event this fall in September and back to the team building with work. You shared an example when we've talked before that was really fun about some, some things that you've seen during these team building events where um, I believe there was a couple of people that just couldn't get along in the office and, and just how the horses kind of facilitated that change. And that's, what's amazing to me is that when you put a horse in the middle, because of their intuition, because of how they see us, if there's frustration, they won't cooperate because that's not a safe place for them. If there's anxiousness, it's not a safe place. If there's intimidation, it's not a safe place for them. So if somebody is using any of those, um, those types of skills to push through an obstacle, the horse will not communicate or will not help them communicate. So for example, if you're not on the same page, if you're not communicating with that person, making a plan, if you're taking over, okay, that won't work. The other side is also the same. If you're not contributing, if you're sitting back in that intimidation, the horse also knows that. So it's scanning both of those people constantly and saying, okay, you guys aren't in the same place here. Why would I go with you? Why would I do what you ask me? You're going in different directions. You're not communicating at all. So why would I want to follow you in any way, shape or form, whether that's hypothetically or literally. Um, so yeah, they bring about that facilitation. So they make my job easy because I'm constantly watching the horse. It's not about the people. The horse is speaking to them very clearly that when those things aren't happening and that's my job then to come up with the questions and be the translator so to speak between horse and human and bring back those parallels why that's not happening and that and that's what we learn in the arena those horse to human parallels like we are so similar in our own herd herds I guess to teams right it's almost the same thing whether we're working as a team or a family unit or a corporate unit it's like a herd of horses to that horse. So they understand that communication and why it's not being effective. And that's why they're so unique because no other animal has that sense of herd and balance and congruence and of course, energy as well. If only you could teach all of us in that are working in offices, I'm not, but anybody who is to be able to sync their heartbeats together, right? just like the horses. <laughs> the great of uh, the common good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. And another thing to unpack here that, that you mentioned, and absolutely all the links will be shared in the show notes, the links to the program that's coming up in May. And that's on May the 5th, correct? That's correct. Yeah. That afternoon. And that is for, um, in the wake of divorce for women who are experiencing any, any aspect of that and, and any degree of it. 
the link for your website will also be shared. All your social links uh, will make sure that it's really easy for people to be able to find you and just learn more, dig into your website and the resources you offer there so that they can find out more about what this learning from horses is all about. I'm, yeah. I'm so happy you could be with us today and that I can introduce you to everyone. Is there anything else that you would like to add? I think if I was going to add anything is just the fact that, you know, horses are so intimidating for people. And I come back to that again, because they're so large, they're such a large, large animal. Um, and because of all those negative experiences children often have, or, or teenagers often have, but the reality is, is they have become in my world unicorns because I can take the same person through the same program and I can do that three times, four or five times in a row and have a different result every time because it's what we bring to them. That day, that moment is what they're going to be helping us with. So, you know, it, it's not like you go through this one, then it's done. It's not like it's, yeah, one size fits all. It doesn't because it's unique every single time. I change the horse. I change the person. I don't change the horse. I don't change the person. Different result every time. And it's something unique to you that nobody else brings. So, yeah, just that uniqueness of it. it it's, it's amazing. Well, and it's a living being that you're around. So it makes sense that you're going to have a different experience. And what you bring is you'll be dealing with something different at, yes. a, at a different level. And and sometimes I've experienced this too. I thought I was over it. I was out of a bad situation. Um, I do have that history of many, many years of an abusive situation and leaving it just okay, it's gone. Don't want to think about it. I'm fine. I've always been so strong. I'm, you know, and, and I work through one level and I discover another level and discover another level. And that is what's so beautiful about this type of, of learning is you're learning about yourself and it's facilitated by this large, beautiful, gentle animal. And it's, um, and the only constant in life is change. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we change no matter what we're forced to, whether we want to or not. And whether those situations are forced on us a negativity or forced on us at a positivity, we're in a different place the next day. And so um, just to understand that a horse can bring you to whatever you need at whatever stage and whatever place you're at. And I know we're at the end here, but I just thought of another story where I actually experienced a horse protecting me, which I was a teenager and I, it was this horse we'd raised from a, a colt and, and he'd never, ever, ever offered to bite anybody or nip that just wasn't even in his vocabulary. And I was on him. I was bareback, just brought him in from the pasture. And there was a friend, like a business friend of my dad's from out of town and he loved horses loved arabs and this was an arab cross and he he walks up and they showed horses and and he walks up and 
and is talking about if we wanted, well, I wasn't interested in showing. I mean, we were in whatever we wanted to be in with the horses, but he reached up and touched my ankle to move how you position. And I was bareback. Like it really didn't matter. It didn't really make sense when I looked back, but anyways, he went to touch my ankle to change the position. So if you're showing, you'd want to be whatever it was. And this horse instantly turned around and nipped him. And I was so taken aback because this was so out of his nature. And I, we just couldn't make sense of it. And I've never researched or looked to see if, if, you know, who his contacts were, if there was something that others had seen about him that was questionable. It really didn't matter because the horse already told me, maybe don't trust this. Like, don't trust this, not just maybe. And I mean, there was a very strong communication didn't need a translator <laughs> no <laughs> you know they they do speak quite clearly if you if you can be open to it and i think that might be part of what they're teaching you is mm-hmm. get out of yourself get out of your own way and, yes. and listen i I'm, I'm sensing this and sometimes it's really obvious like that and other times not as much so yeah yeah and really that's exactly right and and that's where I come in <laughs> and yes. I become a translator. <laughs> yes. I love that. And you offer contact with horses that, you know, I think there's a lot of people that have had some, whether it was positive or negative, but we we're drawn to them and, and I think, we don't get enough time. And I think that's an age old story. You know, it goes back a bazillion years. Um, you know, every war, everything, you know, who was the constant companion? It was a horse why because they could trust if they learned to trust you they gave all they gave everything I like I can't even imagine you know running full on like a cavalry attack or whatever and oh. these are animals that are scared 90 mm-hmm. percent of the time and yet they trust that person like it, it's mind-blowing really goes against their entire nature just like you said yet they trust so it's interesting yeah, very interesting. Well, thanks again, Sherry, for being here. I'm really excited about the event. Don't wait to get your tickets. Um, it's going to be a small, intimate group. So we yeah. definitely want to have you there and, and make sure you get a spot. All those links will be there. Thanks again, Sherry. I'm going to have you on again. And we're going to talk about how you work with people who are dealing with abuse or trauma, um, you know, as well as you're looking at some other programs to do deal with PTSD. So definitely we're going to talk more about those as well. Hopefully you heard something today that helps you wherever you might be in life. Do you have questions or suggestions for a topic you want to know more about? Let me know. Check the show notes for all the contact information, follow this podcast and find us on social. Know anyone who might find this information helpful? Be a friend and share it. And hey, thank you for hanging out with me today. Keep smiling that beautiful smile. The world needs your sunshine. It means a lot that you spend this time with us and meet our experts and professionals who can help you through divorce or separation. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, divorcemagazinecanada.com slash terms of service. The link is in the show notes. 
and the legal language, our disclaimer, Divorce Magazine Canada website, events, resource groups, blog, and all content, including our podcast, is intended to educate and provide quality, credible resource information. The contents should not be used as factual until consultation with the appropriate professionals for any guidance. Divorce Magazine Canada does not constitute endorsements for, nor liability, for any claims made in the presenting of this information.